0: At Ferguson, your project is the company's priority. Whether you're building a new home or working on a remodel, the Ferguson team will be there to make sure everything runs smoothly from start to finish. Ferguson Associates are experts in bath, kitchen, and lighting products, and so much more. They can help with product selection, facilitating orders, and delivery coordination. They work with home builders and remodelers, designers, and homeowners to help make every project a success. Get started at ferguson.com build.
1: Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Welcome to Stuff You Should Know from HowStuffWorks.com.
2: Hey, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh Clark. Fascist. Josh Clark, fascist. That's exactly what I was going to say, too. I was going to say, Chuck, you're always calling me a fascist pig. Not true. Isn't this... (laughs) Uh, anyway, that's Charles W. Chuck Bryant. Hello. We're doing a podcast on fascism today. Yes. And as I was saying, Chuck's always calling me a fascist pig, but I don't know that that's necessarily accurate. After I read this
1: article, how
2: fascism works.
1: Well, you should stop giving uh, speeches from your uh, balcony above <laughs> Shaking Atlanta. Shaking my hand. <laughs> yeah. Parting my hair to on the my side own. a little bit. Take down all the posters of you all over the place. Never. <laughs> so, Chuck. Yes. You want to talk about
2: fascism? Let's do it. Okay. So, did you know? I was surprised to find this out. Benito Mussolini was the guy who actually created, pretty much created fascism. He definitely coined the term. Yes, he did. And uh, this concept of fascism was drawn upon from uh, ancient Roman techniques. Yeah. Uh, military techniques. Plato. Um, Plato, yeah. Nietzsche. Sure. Machiavelli. Of course. <laughs> um, and I was surprised to find this out because. You know, he ended up strung up by his ankles with his throat slit, people kicking him in the head, and he'd fall down after he was dead, and they'd string him back up. Yeah, it didn't work out too well. No, it didn't. And, really, he was kind of Hitler's lackey, really.
1: Sure. So I was surprised to find that he was the guy who started fascism, but by God, he did. Yeah, apparently he was a socialist until he got a hold of Nietzsche, and then he was like, "Woo." whoa. This yeah, Nietzsche has at.
2: screwed a lot of stuff up in this world. Sure I has. like him
1: personally, but you got to take the
2: guy with a grain of salt, you know? Yeah. So as far back as, what, 1922, uh, Mussolini was starting to ruminate on fascism, right? Yeah. And what is it, Chuck? What, what People throw this word around like it's, it's awesome or um, sweet or LOL. Have you noticed people use
1: LOL to a ridiculous degree these days? No. But oh, I do bad. know that uh, fascism is, I think, I can't remember who it was, but someone said it's the most misused word of our times. Yeah. And I believe it. Or um, incredible. Right. Yeah. But you hear, you know, Bush is a fascist. Obama's a fascist. Nancy well, Pelosi's a fascist. Dick n- Cheney's a fascist. Yeah. None of them are fascists. <laughs> all right. We're not going to debate that here. Uh, I thought that was a nice sprinkling of uh, liberals and conservatives in there. Hey, that I, try, I should throw don't. in a uh, Tea Party member to cover all my bases. Um Josh, it comes from the word fascio, Italian, meaning bundle. You're not going to say it with an accent? And Fascio. Nice. <laughs> then previously, uh, the Latin root fascus or fasus. I take it as thesis. fesis. Fesis. <laughs> and uh, that is a bundle of sticks tied to a single axe. And that kind of says it all. It is. It's pretty much a,
2: a again, Mussolini has a master stroke. Yeah. This, is, uh, this is a perfect um Descriptor sure. of what fascism is: the state is the axe, yeah, which the can chop are the sticks. and crush, yeah, yeah, and the people are the bundle of sticks that support the the head, right, or break. Depending, <laughs> fascism has a, a tendency to push people to the breaking point, doesn't it? I would say so. Although fascism also kind of brings out the absolute worst and conformist in in human beings as well. Yeah. um so fascism is, is basically the opposite of democracy. The whole point is the state. There right. is no individualism. Nope. There is no, um, no your- capitalism, really no no but that that doesn't necessarily mean it's communist right and actually communism and fascism are opposite sides of the coin sure uh to a lot of uh, at least economically yeah yeah right because with communism it's um one social class right and with fascism there are very distinct social classes that you cannot get out of yeah
1: if you're in a social class is under fascism then be prepared to stay there
2: right and uh, another uh Defining characteristic of fascism is that the whole point of the state is um, war. Yeah, it's it's based on uh, natural selection, mm-hmm. Darwinian evolution. Sure, uh, where the the. It, the state's entire existence is to wage and win war. And it's survival of the fittest. So everybody's out there waging war. Right. And if you lose, well then you're, you are naturally selected. You're absorbed by another state. You're sure. conquered. You're subjugated. And the state that did the subjugating was selected as the fittest. It was the strongest. So the entire point of the state is to wage war. Imperialism, baby. It, yeah, it's pretty, pretty rotten stuff, really. Yeah. Um, and Mussolini put it, um, that war alone brings up to its highest tension all human energy and puts the stamp of nobility upon
1: the peoples who have the courage to meet it. Right. What a jerk. But, you know, it was a rallying point. People got into it for a while.
2: Yeah, and and how? I mean, like, you, you wonder, how can some guy come along and say, you have no individualism, everything your mommy told you about how great and unique you are and your little snowflake is wrong... Right. Um and your entire purpose in life is to s- support the glory of the state which is going to go wage war indiscriminately. Right.
1: Um how do people get duped into this? How do they follow along? I'll tell you how, buddy. Okay. One thing that uh the fascist preyed on, and we say preyed because it's not strictly uh defined fascism isn't really around anymore, although there are tendencies in smaller groups, but as far as big time governments, mm-hmm. it's it's gone. But uh, one thing they do is they take a nation in crisis. Yeah. For instance, let's say Europe after World War One. Yeah. And they say, you know, we can return our country to its former glory. Uh, all you have to do is buy into it. So people got to buy into it at first. It can't be done with the Iron Fist initially.
2: Right, and the way they buy into it is that the people are already suffering, right? Yeah. So a lot of people blame the Treaty of Versailles that ended World War 1 for eventually leading to World War 2. There was a lot of um restriction placed on the the losing nations. Right. Um, they, the, their, their normal working class people in countries like Germany mm-hmm. suffered tremendously. Yeah. Um. And they, they had to repay to rebuild uh, nations that they went to war with, and there was no trust whatsoever. Right. So it was kind of a bad treaty, actually. But it did set set the stage for fascism. Right. Right. So you've got the people
1: who are suffering, and uh-huh. you're saying you got to buy into it. What are they buying into? Well, they're buying into the state and only the state. And everything you do is for the good of the state. Right. That pretty much sums it up.
2: And uh, a lot of times it's based on um, some sort of idealized past, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, again, after World War One, that made it easy because this nation like Germany was suffering tremendously. Right. Um, and so they they were saying, well, we used to be great. We need to reclaim our superiority. Right. Even and if they also, weren't great,
1: it doesn't matter. No, it because could be it's, mythical as it's, long as they buy into it.
2: Right, yeah, like the fifties. Right. And also there there tends to be um one ethnic group that is singled out as the important one and everything else is being every every other group is dragging this one group down and they need to be dealt with. The master race in the case of Germany for sure. Yeah. And that's where we come to the difference between the capital
1: F and the lowercase F, right? As far as fascism now, goes. I didn't know this. Apparently Mussolini's is capitalized and Hitler's is not. Yeah. And he was probably pretty angry about that. <laughs> I would think so, too. <laughs> he wanted a capital F. Yeah, he was. He got angry a lot. Um, Mussolini's
2: fascism was largely based on uh, going and waging war just for the hell of it, right? Yes. Just to show the glory of the state. Hitler's conquests um, actually had a method to the madness, right? Right. His was basically, basically um, based on... Uh, furthering the Aryan race through conquest.
1: Yeah, I got a cool quote for you. All right. This uh, Italian fascist philosopher, who knew? Giovanni, <laughs> oddly enough, his name is Giovanni Gentile. <laughs> he says, uh, mankind only progresses through division, and progress and progress is achieved through the clash and victory of one side over another. All right. So basically you can't progress unless you are dividing people and conquering mm-hmm. So there you have it. That's what my dad always said. And his name is Gentile. Yeah. Or Gentile. Nice. Thanks, Chuck. I was looking
2: forward to this one because I knew that you bust the uh, Italian accent out a lot. Well, that. you know, it's in my blood. There's another characteristic that we didn't mention, and it's uh, authoritarian leadership, right? Right. I mean, you've got Mussolini, you've got Hitler. They have these cults of personality surrounding them. Yeah, that's really important. And they come to embody the state, right? Right. So, like, it's you, you, you can pretty much interchangeably say well, everything you're doing is for the glory of Germany, or everything you're doing is for the glory of Hitler. They're pretty much interchangeable.
1: Yeah, that's Same why they with, have their flags and their posters all over the place, right? Which they love their posters. They do, yeah, or did.
2: Um, there's also a tremendous amount of violence in these societies as well. You um, can't have war without violence. You can't have... Well, not only that, This it's not... Domestically, you also have violence. So in addition to, say, um, Hitler's process of the final solution where he's furthering the Aryan race by murdering anybody who's not a member of it... Right. Um, there's also... Uh, there's domestic violence for anyone who speaks out, any resistance movements, anything like that. They're going to be crushed. Yes, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed to wage war indiscriminately for the glory of the state. You're really not supposed to turn on your own people. No, right? Frowned upon <laughs> most decidedly. <laughs> so, what's life like uh, if you are one of those people who? Um, would would have passed the milgram experiment with flying colors and are just waving flags and happy as can be to see Mussolini's il duce car driving
1: past <laughs> well it's not a very happy place because Mussolini flat out rejected the what he called the myth of happiness yeah he did didn't he and uh it's not a good place if you are a woman because the only thing you are in under a fascist regime as a woman is a little fascist maker yeah don't want to, they don't want you working or anything. They want you making little fascists. And the the youth are um, accentuated in yeah, in these time. societies,
2: right? Survival of the fittest. It is survival of the fittest, but also the youth make the best soldiers. Yeah, and they're also the leaders of tomorrow. So if you indoctrinate them uh, throughout their lifetimes, beginning at an early age, they're going to have the same ideals. Yeah, right. It's
1: uh, it's also not very good if you're gay. <laughs> no, it's not. Because aside from uh, Hitler and the gang thinking it's like. You know, mass perversion. It's also you can't make little fascist, right? So that that was no good.
2: Is the, I didn't know that. Is that why homosexuals were targeted so much? Um, yeah, under sure. Hitler and, and well, for Mussolini? both those
1: reasons, it, they thought it was perverse, and then they, you know, you can't make baby fascists So what good are you? Right. But Hitler thought it could be cured. Mussolini just outlawed it altogether. Right. Uh, there's also what lots of rallies,
2: parades, sure, like you said, posters everywhere. Yeah, it's it's um, ubiquitous. the 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 sentiment of fascism, everything for the state and the the leader, they're everywhere you go. So if you're you know sixteen, seventeen, and you're courting, mm-hmm. you're going to go to a state parade, fun, state holiday. <laughs> they tend to take on a religious quality, right? Because there's no religion but nationalism.
1: Well, yes. That's a little tricky because they they reject religion in a lot of ways, but in uh, the article it pointed out Mussolini in Italy clearly cannot reject Catholicism. Yeah, because that's where it's rooted. So he would kind of use the church to his advantage when it worked for him.
2: Right. And Hitler did a lot of the same as well, right? Sure. Yeah, he was a protector of the church, right? So they say. God, these guys are crazy. <laughs> Luckily, that this uh, this this whole this this fascism didn't take off all that well. No, they It basically tried. had a pretty short run, 1918 to 1945 was the height of it, right? Yeah, that's not very long. This is where you find the fascist states in Germany, Italy, uh-huh. uh, Romania had one yes, pretty much. Spain sort of did. Spain did, yeah. When Franco uh, led the revolution, he right. was colluding with the fascists, but they apparently weren't organized enough or widespread enough to really... Um, come on as the the functioning government so he
1: just took on he adopted some of their fascist values right in spain uh you know what i think one of the coolest things is why it didn't work out was the reason it shouldn't work out is people started to say wait a minute genocide probably isn't a very cool thing to do <laughs> and violence and mass murder is uh we're kind of bad guys now and, and, and i don't f- know if i like that
2: right we're sick
1: of the shock troops yeah, exactly. Just cracking our skulls for smiling because happiness is a myth, an absurd myth, right? Yes. And so after World War II, the chaos is gone, which, you know, they depend on that kind of chaos to, to rally the people.
2: Right. And the the fascism was seen um, even before World War II or during World War II as leading the world to war. Yeah. These guys were just conquering nations, like going out and invading other nations that were nearby for whatever reason and they had to be stopped, which is why World War II, I think, is viewed as such a uh, positive war. Right. There were such clear, mind-bogglingly distinct bad guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? The, world was the rest at risk. of the
2: world was like, we're going to take you down. Sure. And they did and fought well together. And you know, it was, uh, it was, as far as wars go, a pretty great war.
1: Yeah, we're not war guys, obviously, the kind of wars we wage today. But back then, I think I would have grab my uh my musket oh wait probably not a musket <laughs> i would have grabbed my <laughs> you
2: would have been really in trouble had you gone to the front lines yeah. of world war i would grab my
1: musket. bolt action rifle yeah. and i would have uh, gone after hitler yeah i would have tried to yeah I'll i would have been a... loving glorious bastard oh i was just about to say that i just saw it again this weekend yeah that's a good one. awesome movie
2: um unfortunately fascism didn't completely go away uh like you said there are small pockets of movements around the world right
1: are we gonna talk about skinheads no,
2: these putzes, no, they're just stupid. I don't think we should give them any airtime. We whatsoever. shouldn't, because you know what?
1: There's such small pockets of of morons out there that embrace this kind of thing these days. Mm-hmm. It's just silly.
2: Uh, there, there's uh, some neo-fascist sentiment that I found surprising. It's called love of difference.
1: Yeah. Which is basically just <laughs> racial separation but with a different spin on it, right? Yeah, they say being different is really great. That's why you shouldn't uh, mix races. Right. Not because one's better, which is we just like being different. Right, and being white. Yeah, so those are kinder, gentler fascists, I guess.
2: And there are there's some uh, markers that you can find in some governments. See if you can guess which ones we're talking about. Um, governments that have anti-immigration laws. Right. That's a check. Small progressive limitations on civil rights in the name of giving a democratic country uh, greater security. Check. Um, isolationist foreign policy. No comment. And government intervention in the means of production to secure the state from shortages and economic downturns. <laughs>
1: Definitely no comment. Man. Creepy.
2: Yeah, so that's fascism. Yes. Right, and uh, it's still around here there. I don't think that there is any pure form of government, is there?
1: No, but like we said, there are these pockets of morons that embrace uh you know neo nazis that kind of thing, but I shouldn't completely dismiss them because they do act out in violent ways at times, Oklahoma City, obviously, yeah. So I don't want to like make light of that. They they do bad things.
2: No, London had some bombings in 1999. I was thinking about that. London's one of the largest metropolitan areas in the world. It's a very progressive city. True. And it had bombings. It has bombings sometimes. I know. That's pretty nuts. It is. Okay. So uh, that's fascism. You yes. want to learn more? See some creepy pictures of people smiling and waving flags as Mussolini passes by? And If you love to look at Hitler and hate him... You can find pictures of him on this fascist article by typing fascism in the handy search (laughs) bar at HowStuffWorks.com. So I guess it's listener mail time, right? Yes,
1: indeed, Josh. I feel dirty. Yes, Josh, I'm going to call this one, um, how could we not mention Boba Fett? That's what I'm going to call it. We, We heard from quite a few people on this in the Bounty Hunter episode. Because we failed to mention Boba Fett, who was arguably the coolest bounty hunter, and he, he drove a vet. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't. Haven't know you ever heard Fett's vet? <laughs> no. MC <laughs> Chris? No. I'll send it to you. <laughs> so this is from uh, our pal Aaron AC, who uh, he writes in a lot. And he's a regular. Um, I just got done listening to the latest joint. How bound- <laughs> bounty hunters work, and I'm appalled, appalled, because you did not, I uh, did not hear a single mention of Boba Fett. And then he types, Wah? <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, so maybe he's fictional, allegedly, but come on, there's no <laughs> excuse. During the Ninja podcast, I sat through what seemed like ten minutes of you guys, (parentheses Josh, geeking out hard on the dossier credentials of action figures. So I know that's not it, so come on, how about a shout-out for Boba? I think he deserves it. Dog and his mulleted militia ain't got nothing on the Fett man. And I would agree. I would, too. So we didn't mention Boba Fett, we wanted to acknowledge that. And he also says, speaking of Boba Fett... In honor of his anticlimactic afterthought of a death scene in Jedi, I'd like to offer a podcast suggestion, how the Wilhelm scream works. Have you ever heard of this? No. I'd never heard of it either. But it is awesome. It was this scream uh, that a sound engineer recorded for a movie in, I think, the 1940s. Man Dies by Alligator was what it was called. Mm -hmm. And that has since been used, the exact clip, in over 200 movies since then it's like an in joke with sound engineers really the Wilhelm scream I can't believe I've never heard of it so he asked if we can play one and uh, I think Jerry we can probably rustle up a Wilhelm scream should we play one now it sounds a little something like this (coughs) I can't wait to hear what that sounds like it's really funny actually and after you hear it you've noticed oh wow I've heard that before I hope I do so thank you uh, I'm going crazy here like it just (laughs) played and I still don't know what it sounds like uh, we just want to thank Aaron for, for educating me on a movie thing. I can't believe I didn't know this popular movie thing. Nice. I think Jerry knew it. Nice. And now you know. I do. And knowing is half the battle. That's right.
2: Uh, if you have any obscure movie arcania, actually arcania of any variety, yeah, we're always very interested in that. Wrap it up in an email, spank it on the bottom, and send it to stuffpodcast at howstuffworks.com.
1: For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. Want more works? Check out our blogs on the HowStuffWorks.com homepage. Brought to you by the reinvented 2012 Camry. It's ready. Are you? Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented Hey, everyone. The Easter Bunny is coming early this year. That's right. Easter is Sunday, March 31st. And with free in-store pickups, CVS makes it easy to get everything you need for brilliant baskets and happier hunts. You can find delightful toys, Peeps-themed egg decorators, pre-filled Easter eggs packed with goodies, and so much more. So hop to it and get your order fast with free CVS pickup. Visit cvs.com Easter for details.